Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. All right, glad you're with us here today, and we're getting exciting. We've been meeting with all the different people involved for the new facility and be able to start giving you more and more updates about that. Man, I can't believe it's finally happening. So, anyways, if you have your Bibles, Bibles, I want you to turn to 1 Timothy. You know, I started looking at the calendar, and I always like bringing like three different messages about Christmas. And so I'm looking at the calendar going, man, it, it's, it's, it's almost here. And I, think, and I think everybody, if you feel like I do, the weather, thankfully, thankfully, has not been too bad, so we kind of gauge it in that. But uh, I want to challenge you on something because we're looking at casual Christianity today. And I, I want you to see, before anybody says anything to you, how many times that you hear Merry Christmas. How many times have you even heard it yet? You know, even the last week or two. And I want you to be aware of that. It kind of goes with the message today. Let's pray. Father, we are so grateful. Lord, we are so thankful that as we look forward here and the new facility that you have given us, Lord, we are so blessed. Everything is from you. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. So, Lord, we thank you today. Lord, speak to our hearts <clears throat> Lord, as I say every week as we gather here, thank you for those who chose to worship you, to start their week out, to celebrate your life, your death, and your resurrection. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, once again, driving here today and see another high school parking lot full of, of no matter whatever sport they're taking place, and I'm thinking, man, where are we? And it almost fits with what I'm looking at today. <clears throat> confusing, casual, and also confusing Christianity. You know, and we're going to look at why this is happening in our world, why everything is turned so unbelievably, if you can say, opposite of what we thought we would live in. Well, we're warned in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. Now, the Spirit expressly, in other words, wake up, be aware, says that in latter times, notice, it's the Spirit. The Spirit tells us something so important. That in latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. There's a lot in there. You know, as, as far as Christmas, as far as, you know, casual Christianity, confusing Christianity, you know, it never ceases to amaze me where we're getting in our society as far as falling away, going away from Christianity. And if you, if you have seen this... <laughs> I can't believe what I'm about to say. This year, that you can actually order a nativity scene and uh, one that won't offend anybody, 
okay? So it's a nativity scene that's just basically sticks and blocks. That's all it is. You can, doesn't really look like anything, but it's supposed to be a nativity scene. And I'm thinking, what? Yeah, like you're sitting there trying to digest what I'm saying. Uh, you can look it up, and I'm thinking, what in the world is happening to our society? And, and again, this verse, as we look at how confused our society has gotten, God's word tells us in latter times, the spirit that's within you tells us what we will live in. You know, if you're watching many, I call them celebrity preachers, but uh, many that are, are preaching today in the pulpits, I blame those that are in the pulpit today more than anyone else the downfall of what we see, especially in the United States of America. I blame those that are in the pulpit. You know, how cool it's become and, and, and how that you go to some churches and the pastor starts speaking. And actually, <clears throat> there's a trend now that, again, some of these things I can't believe I'm saying that the pastors now are are actually cursing in their messages. I mean, outright cursing in their messages. They think somehow that's going to get their point across. And also pastors are saying it's okay to, uh, to get drunk today. That's another thing that they're saying in the pulpit. Man, what are we living in? How far is this going to go? It's going to only go as far as we... I believe as far as we let it. Now, is it going to continue to go? Just like you'll see everywhere we go, we'll see uh, Xmas, right? And that just started years ago. And I can go down the list of what we're seeing. But what God is telling you and me today, where is this come, where, where's this coming from? Well, God's word tells us that this confusion and where it's coming from, it says, again, in God's word, giving heed, they're departing from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. That's a pretty strong wording in God's word. Doctrines of demons. What's the Lord actually telling us? The Lord's telling us those, those are actually beliefs. That, that's what's being brought across from, from me right here, from the pulpits today of what you're going to hear. And, and what is so concerning to me is our young people today are growing up in all these churches, if they're even in church across America and in the world, because of what I said here today, and I know you get tired of me saying this, of all the high schools I see by the time I get here, that the parking lots are full instead of being the churches what God is telling you and me today is we have the responsibility to your kids to the people around and also myself as what am I going to get across what is important for me so you can have something that you can carry with you so the devil can't destroy you through the week well let's look and see what God tells us let's look in a, in a verse that goes on when it talks about doctrine. See, there's nothing more important 
than doctrine. I was listening to something last night about where our society is, why our society next to the good Lord hasn't fallen in the United States. Because we are only one of, I want you to get this, you know that we're only one of all the countries of the world that actually has a constitution like we have it? Only one that even comes close to it is Israel. It's interesting. The Constitution is the founding of our nation. The Bible is the founding principle for us as believers. And what is God telling us today that's not popular, but it's truth? See, because it's departing from the faith. The reason why I want to share this with you and where we're at today is it's so important to know where you're grounded. Because everybody says, hey, it's cool, you know, to talk about baby Jesus. But how about Jesus when he starts preaching and what he proclaims? Well, look at Romans chapter 1, verses 16 through 20. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation. For everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. You know what that's basically saying? So, you know, the gospel when it's presented, basically it's all it's saying so we can understand it better. And I always want us, my goal is for you to understand Bible more by the time that you leave here. God's word. It's saying, hey, I'm going to go to my family first, and after I go to my family, then I'm going to my friends. That's basically to the Jew first, then to the Greek. I'm going to take what I know is true, the way to heaven. I want people to know, and I want my family to know more than anybody else. And after I tell my family about Jesus, the apostles telling us, I want to tell my friends continues on that I'm not going to be ashamed about that for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith what the Lord is telling us it's down through the time some 2,000 years later you still are here listening to what God's word has to say about what is the way to heaven also it's saying about those meaning knowing that we are going to take in your home and your family the importance of hopefully in knowing at this Christmas time that you sit around and at that Christmas Eve or that morning you open up God's word and you read that story together of Christ's birth because this is what it's all about. As it continues, God tells us that Verse 18, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth and unrighteousness. Isn't that where we're at today? It's not popular, is it, to talk about the truth. Jesus is the only way. And then as you build on that, there's a certain way to live. God gave us guardrails to protect us. And if we live in a society that we live in today that you tell your kids or anybody can live any way that they want to, that, there's no, that there are no guardrails? Look where we're at today. Moms can't even go out in their own driveways in the middle of the day in certain suburbs because cars pull up and either take their car or try to abuse them or take their purse 
and right in the middle of the day. This is what we're living in. You know, I was telling Pastor Ernie, I said, I, you know, I try and live a certain way, but, you know, I'm at, I'm at Circle K the other night, and, I, you know, something that really is frustrating me, if I can just be honest with you, all this self-checkout, okay? Self-checkout. And I can get, but, you know, I actually heard on the news the other night, I think Walmart, if you did hear this, or a couple other, I think, big department stores, they're going back to, to actually having the regular checkout. And you would think it's more, yeah, they're losing because of theft, but it's more because of so many complaints and then the people working there having to watch everybody. It's become a mess. So I'm at Circle K, and it has a self-checkout, all right? And it's self-checkout, and I'm not putting it on right. I had a bag of Cheetos, a Diet Coke, and something else I don't even remember because of what just happened. So I go to put it on there, and I don't put it on a guy saying, he, he starts yelling at me. And he starts yelling at me, so I yell back at him. So he's yelling at me, I'm yelling at him, and I walk out of Circle K and go, what in, is going on? What is, go, what is happening? That's a little, micro, a little microcosm of what is taking place in our world. Why? Because we are living in a time that God's way, which is truth, is being suppressed by unrighteousness doctrine that we know Jesus is the way. Jesus is the way. We, we see it tried every way imaginable and it doesn't work. People are still empty. People are departing from the faith today because they want to live a certain lifestyle. That's why. As God's word continues and we see what's happening because of God's truth is being suppressed, it continues on. We're going to look at the last couple of verses there I want to look at in verse, down through verse 20. Verse 19, because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. You know what, is, you know what so helps you when you want to reach your family and your friends for Jesus? There is a way to go out. You know, I, I don't know if you're like Mary. I, don't, I, I want to be very careful when I say this, but I don't like street preaching. I don't like the way street preachers go about presenting the gospel. There's a coldness to it. I don't like that. And, and you say, well, Dallas, you know, maybe you shouldn't say it, but I, I'm just sharing with you, it's, it's a bad look, if I can say it that way. And I don't like the way it makes Jesus look. I don't like that. I, I always, I'm never going to pull back from what I say from from this pulpit. But what I am saying is there's a way to go about reaching people. You know why? You don't have to yell and scream at people. You don't have to, you know, here's why. Here's your confidence that you have, especially this time of year. So many people are confused. So many people have become so casual when it comes to what everybody believes today. But I do know this, outside of Jesus, God tells us, as we have just read that verse, what is it, where is it then? In the book of Ecclesiastes, he says he's put eternity in the hearts of every person who's been born. So that means no matter how powerful an athlete, no matter what celebrity there is, no matter how someone you might think that is too intimidating to you and your family or friends, 
they, they have a void. You know, I recently heard of a lady, I can't think of her name, she's a very famous tattoo artist and also a very famous musician also just came to accept Jesus and both said the same thing. Uh, the, 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 I don't know if he's a rapper and I don't think about it. I know the tattoo artist is Kat Von D or think, I'm sorry if I get that wrong. And then I, and then the, the guy's name is, uh, some, some of you young people here today would know who it is. I think his name is Yankee, da Yankee Dandy or something like that. I don't know. But he's very well known, okay? Shows you how old I am, all right? So anyways, so anyways, young people, very well known. And guess what they said? I mean, deep within the occult, one of them. And the other one, popular all throughout the world. And both on their platforms have got up and said that they have given their life to Jesus because they've gotten everything of the world. There's no peace. There was no peace. We have what everyone needs. I want you to be confident in that today. The doctrine that I want you to know is only faith in Jesus Christ is the way to heaven. I try and say that as kindly as I can, but it is the truth. And here we have two very famous people that you've just seen in our world. You'd think they have everything, but that they didn't have the most important thing. Think about it. You have, you are equipped exactly what you need in this world. Let's, and, and then it continues, the God's word continues. In verse 20, and then it, it adds, not only, not only does everyone that you know as a family member or friend, God's placed eternity in their hearts, Jesus builds on it, says you can also tell them this. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead so that they are without excuse. Someone can look up into the heavens or go to the beach or whatever it might be and see the constant waves back and forth and all things. And see, there, there's got to be someone who did this. That's what we have. See, the doctrine that we have that's not confusing it's not casual. It's not confusing. It's very clear. Don't be intimidated by family that you're around or by people that you know at work or wherever it might be. You have what they need. You have what they want. In some ways they just have not gotten to the place. See, because it is the just shall live by faith. When we are willing, no matter what happens in our life, and we're willing to walk by faith, your friends and your family that don't have Jesus, they're not confused when they see you because they see that there is a strength, there is an anchor because you're living by faith even though Parts of things around you might be falling through, but you are holding on to Jesus.
no matter what is happening. See, it's not confusing when you open this up and start to understand not the doctrines of demons. The doctrines of demons are saying, hey, it's okay to believe in God, but you can live any way you want to. That's a doctrine of a demon. See, and it is true and it is real. That's the world that we live in today. But I want you to know today what's so important is you're around family member and close friends this time of year. Why are you actually giving a gift to each other? Why am I doing this? It's not a bunch of blocks around a nativity scene. We don't even know what it's about. It's about why Jesus was born. Why he was born, he had a purpose and why. And we're going to close with this. Look at Luke chapter 1. And I'll read the narrative of the birth of Christ. Luke chapter 1 and verse 26. Now in this sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. You know, when you're trying to to live the way God wants you to live, I, I want you to know the Lord is with you. That's a powerful statement. God tells us the Lord is with you. Everything might not be going the way you want it, but I want you to know the Lord is with you because some unknowns are getting ready to happen to Mary that she has no control over, but the Lord is with her. Blessed are you among women. When she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and consider what matter of greeting was this. Isn't it, isn't it your life and mine? I mean, things can happen in this life that can really confuse you. Especially when, especially when it doesn't happen when the time that you want it to happen. When all of a sudden... Years go by and things haven't changed. You've faced adversity. But I want you to know that the Lord is still with you. Continues to tell her. And the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. For you have found favor with God. You know, God's getting ready to do something in her life, which is a miracle. God's getting and wants to do something in your life, which is a miracle. But there's always time involved. And that is probably the most difficult thing. I, I want you to know today, whether you're in high school or whether you're 60 years old and you're wondering why certain things take so much time, I don't, I don't know. But I want you to know God is, God is with you and you're favored in his sight 
And he's going to do something great in your life. He continues and he tells her that God is with her because he's found, she has found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and you shall call his name Jesus. And he will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there shall be no end isn't that amazing what God tells us today Mary said to the angel how can this be since I do not know a man now this is so important even to you and to me today you and I always when something happens in our life that we're just so taken back by, we always have a question for the Lord. And you know what? That's okay. The, the, she's asking the angel from heaven, from God, she's asking him a question. I, I want you to know that one of the most important things that you can understand today that you, you can ask God some questions and he will answer them for you. It might not be exactly in the time that you want it, but he will do it. Continues on and he said, then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? I, she hasn't been with a man intimately and the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also the Holy One who is the born will be called the Son of God. Man, that, that's, that's hard to, to take in. I mean, I can't even imagine what she's thinking right now. That is really hard to understand. See, but I want you to know that <clears throat> one thing that the Lord will never do to you is he will never confuse you. He will never confuse you. You might have doubts. You might have misunderstanding, but please listen to me. He will not confuse you. You might have to wait. The one that confuses you, he's the author of it. God's word calls him the devil. We know he is from the pit of hell. And the devil will always lie to you and he will always confuse you. Jesus will always give you clarity and will always tell you the truth every time. And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also the Holy One is to be born, will be called the Son of God. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. You know what is so, how the Lord is so good to us. The Lord's not going to confuse you. You know why? He will always give you an example in your life that's close to you that the Lord has done something 
amazing with. Don't miss that. Please. So you won't be confused in your faith. See, many, many in our world today has departed from the faith because God didn't come through the way that they thought he was supposed to come through. They just didn't give the Lord enough time. Or they just didn't have the faith. The just shall live by faith. Every believer here, every believer watching, me, every, anybody that's a believer, we must live by faith. That's part of the doctrine that we, live, that we go by. We go by the doctrine of the virgin birth. We go by the doctrine of Jesus was born of a virgin and lived a perfect life and died on a cross for all of our sins and rose from the grave. That is doctrine, the doctrine from heaven, not a doctrine of a demon. See, a doctrine from heaven that Jesus wants us to understand that there will be no end to his kingdom. All of us here have someone waiting for us in heaven. Man, that's, that's amazing what the Lord has done for us. And not only that, when we get to the place where we don't understand what's about to take place, he says, I want you to remember, and he gives you an example of someone that you know what the good Lord has done and only could do so you're not confused that you can point to. You say, wow, if the Lord, that's what the angel did. He said, look at your relative, Elizabeth, who could not have children and, and now she's going to have a child and she couldn't. And I, I want you to know with, well, this is what we'll close with. Verse 37, for with God, nothing will be impossible. The just shall live by faith. Believers, we, we, no matter where you're at today, the devil, the doctrine of a demon where he wants to get into your life, he wants to confuse you. And Jesus says, if you trust me, if you trust me, he says, there's nothing that I can't do in your life. Nothing that I can't do to help you. Nothing. With God, all things are possible. Close with this. And Mary said, Behold, she's talking about herself now, thy maid servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to to your word. And the angel departed from her. See, let it be according to your word, Lord. We have it right here today. You can open it up tonight, and the Lord can give you exactly what you need for you, your faith. He won't confuse you. Please listen to me. He will never confuse you. The doctrine from the pit of hell is always confusion. When Jesus speaks to you, it's always clear and it's always truth. And the devil will always lie to you.
I'm just here to tell you, that's what I share with you all the time. I'm just here to remind you, to let you know. That if you're willing to live by faith, what, what you so want to do for the Lord, whatever it is, it'll happen. You just have to believe. God doesn't work with a wristwatch. God doesn't work that way. He works in our life when he has built a certain character in us. And then he says, hey, you're ready. And he's going to bless you. I'm here to tell you today, don't get confused by what the devil has tried to do to your life. You look up and you say, Lord, I'm going to trust you. The just shall live by faith. That means trust. Let's pray. As our heads are bowed today, and, you know, especially this time of year, and look towards Christmas and people get more sentimental and all the different things that everybody faces and a lot of hurt behind the smiles. I want you to know whatever you're facing as a believer, we're called to live by faith. And with Jesus, all things are possible. Nothing is impossible with him. Will you just trust him today? First, as we always do, if you're here, before we give an invitation, if you're here and watching today and and you've seen the Christmas wreaths, the music, all the different things, and hurt starts to come into your life. Do you remember? Remember maybe when things were better. Or I want you to know it'd still be better if you are willing to follow Jesus. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's why Jesus was born. Not just to lay in a manger. But God sent his son to give us eternal life. His kingdom. There will be no end. The devil might have confused you. Made you bitter in your life. And I want you to know that Jesus can take whatever has happened and melt that bitterness to give you hope. All you have to do is pray with me because Jesus says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Pray with me right now. Jesus, I believe that you came into this world and you were born in a manger for a virgin named Mary. And Jesus, I don't understand everything, but I am willing to trust you today. And I ask you by faith, Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for all of my sins. I ask you, Jesus, will you come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins? and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this 
day forward. Help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. We thank you that there's always hope in your name. Lord, if there's someone here today, as we've said before, may a friend bring a friend or a family member, and I can pray that same prayer with them today. As Ben leads us in this invitation time, in Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.